Hey y'all. Hey. I'm Ebony. And I'm Shakur. And welcome to the Unapologetically Us podcast, where we talk about life, mental health, fitness, finances, and everything, everything in, in between. between. Thank you guys for joining us today. Okay. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. That's <laughs> right. Welcome back. And at the time we are recording this, we <laughs> hit our goal of 100 subscribers ooh, before ooh, our one-year episode, ooh. which will air next week. So shout out to all of our subscribers, our new subscribers. Welcome. And if you're watching and you still haven't subscribed yet, you know, because we didn't hit we didn't hit 100. <laughs> we in there. One 1K where you at? It's only up from here. It's only up from here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying so tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend <laughs> that we out here and we out here you know doing dropping episodes each and every, every week, week day in and day out like today we both was at work we've been at work all day but you know what we had to come up here and, and give y'all a show <laughs> give y'all an episode because we done committed to this shit it's happening so one year it's there it's there and with that we got some different wine this time Ooh. y'all be you think y'all be like oh y'all always drinking Stella. well we got some different wine this time and we have not tasted this wine so y'all gonna get real raw reactions of how we feel about this wine she gonna say and don't taste it till we get on camera because you gotta roll with it so we got Gloria Agavita. Okay. Is that what I say? Agavita? You asking the wrong word. It's a 100% de agave wine, and we got the peach flavor. It smells delicious. Good. So I hope it smells, I mean, it tastes as good as it smells. I hope so too. I you mean, know, sometimes the wines will trick you, they could smell real good and be and not be- so good. And let me tell you something. I poured a little extra in mine, just a little bit, because it's been a day. We winding down for the day. She winding down already at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm messing with it. I'm messing with it. Yay. See, y'all know we like sweet. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I need this on the side of my bathtub. <laughs> Light me a little candle. It's giving like. Oh, it's so good. It's giving like. Okay, I Gloria. Almost, I almost cussed these people out today to keep me from cussing y'all out tomorrow. Let me just have this agave with a little peach, with a hint of peach in it. Babe, I'm going to drink that. I'm going to let y'all know how I feel at the end of the episode. We're going to see how good it really is. <laughs> we, and we over here slurring the words. Y'all be knowing, though, when we be butchering the clothes out, you know, like, yeah, them, they feeling their wine today. Yep, they must be on episode three. <laughs> <laughs> We gonna get into our first topic. I'm um, our first segment. See, I ain't already. It ain't that good, Gloria. You ain't that good. It ain't that good. Gloria ain't that. It's good the now. end of the day, so <laughs> my mind is mentally in my bed. Child, listen, you. Well, look, child, listen, my child, listen. I am dedicating to the love of my life, baby. <laughs> love of my life. <laughs> you are my friend. <laughs> love of my life. <laughs> One more time, one more time. Love of my life. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. Oh, I needed that. Okay. That girl is crazy. Anywho, (laughs) child, listen. Today, when y'all see this episode, it will be my husband's birthday. Happy birthday, babe. I love you so much. Y'all see how much I love him? 
Oh, Happy birthday, huh? Ooh. Somebody gonna have some fun tonight. <laughs> she do too much. You married. She do too much. You married, though. Yeah. Baby, happy birthday. I love you. Oh, we be cutting this for the clip. See you later. I know. That's right. <laughs> See you later, alligator. At, At the, the wild, wild crocodile. <laughs> Girl, the people going to think we already had wine. Yeah, they going to be like, these people been drunk. Yeah, y'all drunk already. No, I'm, we, we not. First sip for real. Yeah, we probably just a little tired. That's about it. What about you? Well, child? before I get to my happy birthday, um, Des, I was gonna say best friend. I know you, to you. <laughs> I had already turned my. And I was like, let me not say she. But anyway, happy birthday, Des. Have a great, great day and enjoy your weekend. For me, um, yeah, y'all, you know, I'm she here. Tired. I am tired. <laughs> I did work last night, and I've been in meetings all day, and. I'm going to say this, and then, you know, I'm going to rant a little bit for my child listening today. Uh-oh. I'm not an all-day meeting person. <laughs> I like to call myself an introvert extrovert. I only can take people for so long. And I can only take people that I don't really care being around. I can't take them at all. So if you tell me that a meeting is going to be an hour, 45 minutes, I'm already mentally done left that meeting. So 15 minutes after that, which makes it an hour, my body needs to leave too. If, I, if I'm not out the room with a meeting, that I'm going to get frustrated. Mm. That's why I be so going to hold on. If I get off at 430, 431, I don't know y'all. I don't know you at all. Actually, 4, 4.15. My mind already in my bed at home. <laughs> I'm already, I already made it home. <laughs> I'm already made it home. But, you know, physically, I can't leave till 430. Mm-hmm. So I'm just letting y'all, I'm just saying, whew, for y'all who are thinking about being supervisors and managers and aspiring to be there, baby, let me tell you, it ain't all it's cracked up to be. <laughs> it ain't all it's cracked up to be, you know. I'm I only so got weak. three people, and I'm like, I could go back. You can go back to not being in charge of nobody but my damn self. <laughs> I mean, it has this perk, you know, leadership skills and all that good stuff that you put on your resume. <laughs> this one, <laughs> for the most part, baby, Woo. she is all one today. <laughs> baby, she is all one Let me tell y'all, I've been in me and Shakur was on the phone for probably like twenty minutes. Somebody hit my desk and said, "Oh, let me call you back." Yep. And I've been in what feel like meetings ever since. I'm so meeting out. <laughs> I'm so meeting out. If you know her, you know she's an email person. She I am. much rather not do a meeting. If, it feel, if I feel like this could be a nice email, why are we talking? <laughs> but, I, no, I'm going to say this. It's not so much of the meeting and, you know, it need to be an email. I just have a problem being around people I don't, I don't really care for. Mm-hmm. Y'all know how much energy it takes to be around people you don't care for? And you got and you got to be like this uh, yeah. The kids right. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I I did try that restaurant. Oh my god, it's so Oh, I can't do it. <laughs> They be like, even your face just say, I'm so unbothered. Because I'm not here. In my mind, I want you to shut the hell up and get out of my face. <laughs> I Once you say what you need to say, all right, meeting adjourned. Let's go. All right, all minds clear. Like, come <laughs> on. But anyway. <laughs> she digressed. I digress. I, I feel so much better now that I got that out. 
<laughs> Don't get me wrong. I'm grateful. I'm so grateful. And I'm thankful that for the for the opportunities. But I'm going to tell y'all, you know, everything has its pros and cons. Yeah, absolutely. And being a supervisor has its pros and cons. Because sometimes you got to sit in crap you don't want to be in. And it ain't got nothing to do with your team. It's just that you part of the management side. Mm-hmm. So you got to sit in meetings you don't really want to be in. Yeah. So other than that, life is great, I guess. Not the, I guess. Life is great. And, yeah, we here. <laughs> anyway. Uh, oh, before we get into the topic, I told my co- uh, coworker, I said, this is how I know I'd be on the go too much. I can get 10 minutes from my house, 15 minutes from my house, and my body will know. Be when sleepy. I get out, girl, <laughs> when I get out there interstate, it's like all of a sudden it's be like, mm-hmm. so... I just had to say that. That's funny how your body be like, yeah. we are almost at home. Like when you got to pee, you got to hold it. I was just about to say that. And then you get close Soon to the you toilet. Get to the bathroom, and you be like, oh, I got to pee. And he be like, yeah, we finna come now. My sleep right be like, yeah, we about to hit the bed right now, <laughs> even though you 15 minutes from home. But we gonna get into today's topic. <laughs> Which that rent was good because, you know, when you dealing with a job or whatever and the stresses that come with it, sometimes it messes up your mental health. You yes. know what I'm saying? You know, you need that coin. Because if you ain't got the money, then you're going to be on a whole another level of mental health. Shakora laughed, but this is a she, serious matter right she now. Is, uh, oh, I, sh- I have I'm lost for words. She this is, is a this is This one. is very important. Yes. Okay. But, yeah, real, really, okay, yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah. Had to do that. Yeah, did this show calming down face? Oh, they're gonna be laughing at us in the comments. But anyway, um, being that I'm in the finance field, Shakur's in the mental health field, we were talking, I think the last time we recorded, Shakur was like, I wonder if we could talk about the correlation between finances and mental health. Kind of like seeing how those two coincide with each other. And I was like, I could see that from a financial standpoint that I look at it like when most of the time when your money good, you good. But when your money ain't good, you ain't good. Even looking at like, like I, like I said, I talk about my job and I've been, but I am grateful for the, the, on the finance tip as far as my checks that come every two weeks, amen, that it's allowed me to afford, you know, certain, you know, my lifestyle, lifestyle. in a sense, yeah. my bills, so to, so to speak. But it's crazy because I was telling Shakora when we were, when she was on the way here, that where I'm at now, pay-wise, it was a goal of mine two years ago. And sometimes I find myself getting in these states of like, why are you complaining when two years ago you would have you would have went you would have flipped all the buildings and tables to be where you at? And I'm like, on one end I can see that, on the other end I didn't factor in inflation. I knew that certain stuff, I knew that cost of stuff would go up, but I didn't think it would be to that to this extreme that it is now. So if you would have told me that I hit, if I hit this salary goal, that I would still have to do stuff on the side to make ends meet, <laughs> not really make ends meet, but have wiggle room, yeah, be able to continue to save, to be able to continue to do to do something, yeah, to go out to eat or something like that, 
I would have been like, you tripping. Mm-hmm. But in a way, when you single and by yourself, when, you, when you're by yourself, yeah, all that does fall on you. Mm-hmm. And so if you have goals beyond where you are, you do have to work a little more mm-hmm. to continue saving and stuff like that. You can budget, you know, whatever, whatever, but you still could be in position where you have to work a little more to get where you want to be. And I can understand, I can see where it plays on, can play on your mental because I, for one, know when my money ain't right, I ain't right. Mm-hmm. If I can't pay my bills, then I ain't right. Mm-hmm. If I can't eat, mm-hmm. then I ain't, I ain't right. right. So it's like on a financial standpoint, on one end, you like, yeah, I'm grateful. But on the other end, you be like, but, but damn, like it's still, you, I can, I can still see in ways where that anxiety can creep up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And definitely for me, of course, I I feel like I have been stable for a little while. But if I'm reflecting, I can remember where my finances played a big on my mental, right? Whether it was the way I interacted with my child, the way that I interacted with people at work. Because, yeah, you was, you was giving me the check, but it wasn't hitting like it was supposed to be hitting. So I still had issues there. Hell, I'm cussing out people at at the grocery store in traffic. Like, I'm just, I know that everything is anxious driven. I'm more angry because my finances wasn't together. Definitely finances taking an effect on your mental is real. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it ain't nothing like laying in the bed and stressing out because you got this bill doing, you know, like what that song? Look, you got a light bill do, work it out, even got a gas bill too. But people really be in situations of like, I they about to cut my, my yeah. stuff off. Or having to decide, oh, do I pay rent or the car note? Do I pay the car note or the car insurance? I'm just pay the car note because I'm just going without the insurance. But I'm still stressed. I'm high mm-hmm. now. Now anxiety going up every time I see a police because I have to decide on paying the car note or the insurance. And I got dropped from my insurance. Yep. And I got, now I'm over here riding dirty, Jesus. Riding yep. hot. I'm coming in hot. Nah. Or you, or you, um... <laughs> And you talk about me <laughs> being on one. But um but yeah, or you pay the rent because in your mind I need to lay I gotta lay my head somewhere, somewhere. and you like you kinda of finagle in the car note situation, so you hiding your car parking at other places because you don't want people to come to come get it. I can park my car at your house and then you drop me back at home. And then <laughs> it's real. Um it's real. I literally just thought about this literally just now. That we we hitting it from a not having enough money standpoint. But what if you got what if you are good? And some sometimes the anxiety that anxiety that can come with that. Mm-hmm. Because um I know someone who um, you know, you get to that point, I don't say you better off dead than alive, but if you die, you know, though your people are straight, straight, straight. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they can play on your mental oh, as yeah, of definitely. like, um, do I disclose this information? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, there are documentations that people have to sign, but it's like, dang, if you know, what if you just get in a bind one day and then you off me? Mm-hmm. Now I'm in the back of my mind wondering about that. Or if you marry, mm-hmm. you know, because there are shows like Snapped and mm-hmm. Fatal Attraction and 
um, you know, where you see real life scenarios where the woman was or the, the person was unhappy with their spouse, had an affair. And at this point, the, the person becomes better off dead than alive to you. Mm-hmm. So or you you reach a level in life. And then you feel lonely because at this point you're wondering, are people being my friend because of me? Or are they being my friend because of my resources and what I have? Mm-hmm. And so we, yeah, we can hit it from a not enough standpoint, but what if you just really well off too? Right. Yeah, definitely. You know, I see see that all the time. You know, that, that goes to that saying that says, you know, money doesn't bring or buy happiness. Like, just because I have money doesn't mean that I'm happy. Most of the... the the richest people, the famous people we watch on TV every day or listen to or whatever, they're, uh, they have the money, they have the resources, they have the things that they need, but they still struggling with mental health or they struggling with drug use or they're trying to, you know, do uh, work suicide and all of that stuff or hurt others or whatever the case may be. So money does not bring happiness at all. It's just how you do it and how you position it in your life to work for you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, even those those times where you're working to get to have a certain amount of money, but that that's why the money shouldn't be the motive, basically, mm-hmm. right? We, we hear all the time, too, that money is the root of all evil, and I believe that as well. Also, knowing that that plays on my mental health, trying so hard to get more than enough, because then sometimes you even have the money or you're working toward the money and you're getting well and well and well off where you're not spending it you're not buying stuff and I think that ties into what we were saying in the money episode the money story episode Mm -hmm. was that like sometimes based off of the things we've been through we will hold on to that money which still causes us anxiety and depression some people wake up every day the first thing they do in the morning is check their bank account I could say that I used to be me. I'm literally getting up. I know when I went to sleep, I had $533.12, and I need every penny of it to be in there when I wake up. Mm -hmm. Whatever the case may be. And that is anxious driven. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm literally going to stress and have anxiety over where my money going to be. I'm over here trying to lock my card Mm -hmm. (laughs) so that nothing can be automatic drafted out of it that I don't know about. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so that's on that end. But even having the money, giving it out to people thinking because I have it, I can give, oh, I could buy this. I can buy this person. I could buy their happiness. I could buy this relationship. And then it's still not being what you need it to be. Mm -hmm. Stressed out, mad, angry, upset over it because you think it's going to bring you your happiness. It will not. Cause I be I see what people say on like Twitter and stuff. And they're like, oh, whoever said money came by happiness lied. You know, money can give you the resources to use mm-hmm. your what you would deem as your escapes. Mm-hmm. So, um, like my sister, her outlet to kind of unwind, get herself back intact is traveling. So she's in position to where. Well, if I'm going to work all these days, and I'm going to go be on somebody's resort. If I'm And I'm going to unwind and enjoy myself. And I'm going to come, and I'm going to be refreshed enough to come back. I know I'm going to come back to the bull, but I'm going to be refreshed enough to come back. And I know I got another trip down the line. Absolutely. But at the end of the day, having the money don't stop the bull. Right. So before people be like, oh, well, that's not true. Money money allows you the resources to do certain things. Because, hell, if I could take a trip every as often as she do, I'm pretty sure I'll be looking at shit a little different, too. But I'm also here to say that, there, that money don't hide the bull that come with life. Yeah. 
Absolutely. It just gives you that, that freedom to maneuver it a little different than mm-hmm. what somebody who don't have would. Right. Absolutely. Which what you're saying then helps with like those burnouts. And that's what that's what your sister does. So work, work is work. Work gonna always be work, whether I leave, whether I take a vacation, whether I quit, work gonna be work. But when I can do what and we'll end up tying that in the end, but if I can do things that are self care driven, like take a trip or take mental health days, some places give you your sick time your off time whatever the case taking that so that you present you uh prevent burnout because yep. when i'm burned out my fuse is very 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 short at that point mm-hmm. things that i may have been able to tolerate had i had a day off or a break then i no longer can tolerate because i'm burnt out mm-hmm. i can't provide you or give you i can't pour into you the best version of me because i'm burnt out mm-hmm. i need a break and money helps with that it does so that's another way money does play on your mental health but it's beneficial for those who can do it mm-hmm. you know i'm i'm like i mean i can't even 100 percent say I, no lie i could probably take more trips than i do i just don't and i guess because again we'll and we'll talk about that how what self-care is mm-hmm. you know like i love me a good trip but it's not number one on my list like it may be for mm-hmm. for your sister it's not a it's you not know? a priority mm-hmm. to you yeah And we know that, like I said, we hit it from a standpoint of not having enough money and how it can affect you mentally. And so I know, um, like I said, earlier in this episode that we that I hit up of what I what I once had a salary goal and then now I'm feel like I'm working more to be able to live and save and enjoy myself just a little bit but I will say at the same time too you can kind of combat th- those things by first of all like Shakur, like Shakur said knowing when we talked about the money story knowing how you see money you know some people get money and they hold it because they feel like pours around the corner and then some people who never had it feels like well who never had it feels like it's so much so when you get it you blow through it and you never realize how quickly you can blow through certain certain mm-hmm. stuff for me when I had to make a decision a decision in my life regarding my career and pivoting and just sitting down and saying okay if this is what I'm bringing in these this is what's coming out this is what I still haven't done this is how much this costs I still haven't done this this is how much this costs I still want to get a house one day okay I need to make sure I houses now cost this much I am currently at this salary cap what are my chances of getting first-time home buyer rural development whatever program that's available to me to make my down payment closing costs whatever different but at the same time if I keep climbing that may not be a thing for me mm-hmm. so how much do I need to have especially if I'm doing it by myself how much do how much do I need to have so that I can go sit in front of a, a realtor and and be like, yes, let's go. Mm-hmm. Can I afford this with just this? And, and then having talked with people, with my sister, and she was like, with that alone, no. You're going to have to figure something else out. Because of how stuff is going now, with that alone, no. So for me, I had to sit back and say, okay, I'm going to have to do this. I'm going to have to add here and also cut here. So for the longest, I didn't go get my nails done. I sat down and said what's priorities to me and what's not. And as much as I love my nails, that bill was not more important than what I what I looked at as long-term goals. Mm-hmm. 
did it play on my mental a little bit because that was my form of self-care or my little, you know, appearance boost, whatever you want to call it? Yeah, it did. You know, mm-hmm. um, wearing wigs so much, recycling the same wig over and over and over because my natural hair do whatever the hell it want to do. And I can't afford to go always get braids. I couldn't afford to. I can't afford to just go get this all the time if I'm going to stick on this goal. So, but at the same time, too, still pay my bills. Mm-hmm. So when you think about finances relating to your mental health and the anxiety that goes around it, look at how you view money and then look at your look at your money, period. What you bringing in and what you bring and what you taking out. And then think about your goals. Now, like I said, it's not easy to do. Letting go certain stuff. We I said Kim said right here and I told her, I ain't been to you all year. <laughs> and I told Kim, I said, girl, I'm coming back. And I still ain't went back. <laughs> Still ain't went back yet. I go next week. But <laughs> so I'm saying it to say it's not easy. Yeah. But if you want to, but I, but I, but I, I will say from a mental standpoint, when I was able to see my savings still increase, when I was able to pay my bills and I have to worry about something being cut off because I tried to save here or when my I had to replace my battery and I was pissed about that three hundred dollars, but I had the three hundred dollars to pay and some to spare mm-hmm. and then have to touch my savings to pay it. Mm-hmm. It lowered what would have been a stressful situation for me had I not sat down and done that. Absolutely. So to kind of take it, to kind of close out the finance, your finances affecting your mental health, think about how you look at money, look at your money, look at your expenses, and then be disciplined in what you choose to do. When I was disciplined in saying, I'm not going to do this, I'm not going to do this, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this, it did feel good. Like I said, I was pissed for paying for that battery, but it felt good to have it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 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 And, and of course, for the next component, we said we were going to spend it. It's how your mental health impact finances, right? So, on one end, you can you can think about how finances impact your mental health and then you could flip it and how mental health has an impact on your finances right Mm -hmm. so as we think about it when we think about what about our mental health what can money do to our mental health a lot you know kind of what I was just saying a little bit increasing that anxiety stress right pushing me into depression because of what money can do when it's there and do when it's not there. A lot of people will take money for granted, in my opinion, take money for granted on both ways, whether they have it or whether they don't have it and and don't realize how much stress, anxiety, depression, anger that this is causing you, right? Mm-hmm. Or even, even to another to another extent of how superior or inferior you may mm-hmm. feel amongst others. You know, I may have friends who want to go out. Let's go out. Let's go to the movies. Let's go uh, eat hibachi or sushi or crab, you know, and I want to go and crab. say, yeah. Oh, just why you had to say that? I just want something so bad. But anywho, you, I may have to say no to to that because I can't afford it. And then that brings on separation, anxiety, um, feeling like I'm not as good or as well off as the next person, which then causes me to spiral, right? Mm-hmm. Into depression and or into feeling like I got to steal things from people mm-hmm. because I don't have or feeling like I just can't give. You know, like I said, a part of my money story where if you didn't have something for so long, you 
then gonna hold on to it and cherish it where to you it's cherished but to you but looking in it's a it's a sense of hoarding exactly Mm -hmm. i'm gonna hold this because if i let this go what what if i need it for that battery what if i need it for a tire because lord jesus if i i'm gonna need it for something so then that stress is still going up Mm -hmm. you know even that thought of your tire going flat or a rock hitting your because i know i can say that i have when i'm driving i have anxiety about especially since this has happened to me i have anxiety about them doggone tires and i have anxiety about anytime i'm driving behind a truck because a rock is going to come out and hit my windshield and they go $300 down the drain because I got to get a new windshield. And thank you, Lord, that I may have it or Lord help me because I may not have it. But in those moments, anxiety is up. Mm-hmm. Right. And then let's let's not get a call or a child in the backseat got something to say. Then I'm popping off on them, too, because I have this anxiety and this stress that I'm worrying about everything. So uh, finances or your money affecting your mental it is going to affect how you could perform at work mm-hmm. how you perform how you take care of yourself how you take care of your children how you take care of your spouse husband wife however you know um pl- having that huge huge impact on your mental health mm-hmm. and you can even hit it from a point of like dealing like let your finances is fine you know but then something happens and you you fall into anxiety depression stress whatever and so your outlet becomes shopping where you laying in the bed and you don't realize you're distracting yourself from how you feel and next thing you know you done ran up a 500 amazon cart shopping addiction that you done that you done um spent and now that's 500 dollars gone and it may give you that instant gratification, gratification. when it comes but then after a while, when you sit back and you look at it, you like, nah, I spent all this money for something that I that I never even touched. Yep. Or I'm buying stuff. Oh, a bathroom scrubber. Hmm. Let me buy this. A <laughs> uh, uh, um a uh, peach holder. I don't even like peaches, but it was on there and it was cute and it went with my aesthetic, so mm-hmm. I bought it. Now you see it looking at something that you done spent all this money on. You like what the hell? But you bought it because you was in a state of stress, sadness, sadness mm-hmm. whatever, loneliness, whatever, whatever was playing on your mental at that moment. And so you used Amazon or Fashion Nova or Shein because Shein will loop you in real quick. So quick because you, I, you can never have enough clothes. Girl, I have and the next thing of- you know. You got a $300 Shein card, but you like, but it was 30 items <laughs> for $300. I can't beat. I got clothes, shoes, glasses, phone case, uh, Apple Watch band, all this for $300. And you you had a goal of saving a thousand. When now you done spent 300 so you, you, you know, like you, like, then you yeah. instantly regret that. Yeah. So then absolutely. it goes, then, so then it plays back on your mental because you like, I shouldn't have done that. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And then one thing about ordering shit online, most people ain't going to take that crap back to the, the, the store to mail it back for a return. Absolutely. And then most stores don't even offer cash refunds. They offer store credit. And you got to so, buy some else. And you got to buy some else yeah. to spin that up. So yeah. it's like you over here dealing with something mentally. And instead of using wine, 
wine or liquor or weed or cigarettes as your outlet, your outlet becomes blowing a bag. Spend right. a check and get it right back. Right. And because just like those things that you named, the wine, alcohol, drugs, whatever, those are things that can become addictive. Shopping too. You know, shopping is an addiction. And and I rest assure you, if you look it up in the DSM, it is there um, as a diagnosis because we use it as for addictive addictive purse purposes I should say and when I when I'm extremely sad I shop that means I'm replacing one thing with another I become addicted to it so don't think you know y'all want y'all to be careful and be mindful of those things because a lot of times when things are natural for us and we just think oh I'm just I'm just gonna buy me a purse to feel better or I'm gonna buy me a dress to feel better like I'm not working on feeling better I'm only using money to, to suffice for that feeling or whatever is maybe going on. And it's only temporary. Like, like Ebony said, that instant gratification. And then I'm going to get that purse. And then that purse very well may get there. And then now it's going to remind me of the mental state I was just in. Because you're going to buy that bag and then you're going to realize that that bag do the same thing that a bag from T-Move would do. Or a bag same from Walmart thing. would do. The only thing that, only difference is, is it's a, it's a name tag. brand. That's it. That's it. And realizing what that looks like. Noticing it. You know, I tell my clients, I tell my, my anybody that I come encounter with that asks me for suggestions um, or encouragement, even myself, that I, we have to be intentional about the things that we do daily. It's a part of self-care. It's a part of growth. It's a part of healing where we're intentional about the things that we're doing and how we're moving forward because something as simple as money can play on our mental health and our mental health can play on our finances as well. Mm -hmm. You know, and we have to, that's just another thing. And I know a lot of people will say, dang, it, it take a lot to, to be a healed person. It take a lot to be, you know, the bigger person or to grow or to be growing, but we, we have to, to become mm -hmm. the best versions of ourselves. We have to identify those things that will essentially take us down. And sometimes money is it, even though we need it, mm -hmm. but it still can play on our mental health for sure mm -hmm. you know so we have to make sure that we're incorporating those different coping skills into looping our self-care awareness month for september right we're also going to give you guys and talk a little bit about how we can uh, for me mental health and what self-care looks like in that and then ebony for how finances and self-care looks Okay. You want me to tell you? You can hit the mental okay. health. Well, so, no, 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 no. Yeah. I'll hit the finances first because okay. then you can close it with um, some ways they can combat the okay. mental health part of the finances. With the time that we in now, you know, you look, you scrolling TikTok, you looking at Instagram reels, and everybody's self-care day involves going to the spa, getting your nails done, getting your hair done. This is my self-care, 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 self-care. If that's what they deem, some people budget that for self-care mm -hmm. but if you're not at that point where you can't spend the day to go spend hundreds of dollars to tend to your needs you can look up other ways to give yourself that self-care for me in cutback season i have grown a love for tubi movies and because i'm on the go so much that a day of self-care for me is not looking at a, a budget, not looking at QuickBooks, not looking at a tax return, not looking at nothing. Putting my phone in my room, snuggling up before I put a TV in my room, but <laughs> um, snuggling up on my couch with my with my um, 
with my blanket and whatever snacks I want, whether it's a pizza, because I love pizza, um, and some wings or something. And I'm just indulging in Tubi movies or I'm binge watching the show. And for me, that is, that's a, a um, free self-care. The most I may spend is $10, $20 because I have to, you know, I'm going to find a deal. Pizza Hood be having a $9.99 large pizzas. That's what I get. You know what I'm saying? I learned how to toss my own wings. Okay. And they are delicious. Wing stop who? You know what I'm saying? So We do got to stop and get the ranch, though. We do got to stop and get the ranch. Because <laughs> uh, craft and great value and on hit like Don't wing stop do. But, but even with that, you know, I had like, where actually COVID kind of forced me into it. But I realized, oh, I can save a little money just cooking the wings myself. Mm-hmm. Now, so, sometimes when I get it right, I'll be, I be competing with Wingstop. <laughs> but it's a it's a good enough substitute for me to where, okay, cool. Because my self-care budget, I'm telling you, ain't $500. Hmm. So if I had a good tip night and I can I got 25 to spare, then, okay, I'm going to go over here. I'm going to get this. And then... I got the eating to myself. Oh, it's too big. It's football season now. Oh, I can be on my couch and watch football all day. Yeah. So, like I said, if spa days and you have the means to budget to do that, and that, and that push you back in your good spirits and your zone or whatever, by all means, do that. Mm-hmm. But for those who are not at that point, find you something that you like to do. Walking in the park, reading a book. Um, I know a coworker who says sometimes I just want to go to the park and read a book, mm-hmm. just to get away, just to get away from my my husband and my kids. Just go be one with me. Mm-hmm. Some moms like to link up with other moms and go have a margarita. Reader. You know, you can find you a happy hour somewhere. Mm-hmm. Or it could be sending your kids somewhere and you having some me time or yeah. whatever. Or like I said in my case, Tubi. I love the ratchet get on this a Tubi movie Tubi movies. So yeah, you have that that part of the finance side where you can. My and like I said, my sister hers is trips. But you also have that side of like, I, you know what? I need to everybody talking about power. Let me take a day and just watch power all day. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes too, on the finance tip, self care sometimes for me looks like I'm I've been I've been moving to where everybody want me to do all week. I've been going here. I've been going there. I've been doing this. I've been showing up here. Everybody leave me alone today. And I'm going to do whatever I want to do. Absolutely. So if I want to go be in the streets and be seen, and I got the means to go do it, then I'm going to go do it. But if I want to sit my butt in this house and not go nowhere, then I'm going to sit my butt in this house and not go nowhere. If I want to comb my, I can even curl my, put this wig on, curl it up real good, put me some cute pajamas on to go sit in the living room. And I am okay with it. Absolutely. So don't focus too hard on, well, I got to spend money for self-care because you really don't. Yeah, absolutely. That's good. When you think of your mental health and self-care, and of course those things coincide, those things link up. Y'all, if y'all watch this show, y'all hear me say all the time that I'm a a self-care girl. I'm always encouraging and um, letting people know how important self-care is, which it definitely is. So as it relates to mental health and self-care, knowing that self-care, like Ebony said, for one, it doesn't have to be 
expensive, but also knowing that self-care isn't a one-size-fit-all. So just because walking in the park or taking trips works for somebody, oh, well, my friend said that if I take a trip or my friend say if I do this or do that, then I'll feel better. No, you have to kind of explore self-care. You have to incorporate self-care as things that you like to do. Like Ebony said, I could just sit on my couch, look cute and be comfortable for free and be okay with that. But somebody else that may not work for, whether they have money or not. And finding different ways to, for one, it be something that you enjoy, but then two, where you're noticing how it's helping your mental health. Cause sometimes, you know, you could say, oh, well, I'm gonna be selfless and go help somebody. That's my self care. Okay. You can do that. But if it begins to become draining where it feels like I have to, where I'm feeling guilt or resentment because I didn't do or I can't do, then it's not self-care. And so knowing that self-care is not one size fit all. And I have to make it person-centered. I have to make sure it's wrapped around me. When I'm thinking about self-care and the things that I'm going to do for me as it relates to self-care, it's literally nobody else in the equation but me, right? So if that- so if that means I get to come home, I want to sit in the living room in the dark and laugh at TikTok videos. If that is self-care, go do it. If the $500 spa where you could go jump in the water, you could lay in the lazy river, you could get a massage, you could drink some wine, and that $500, $600 trip is self-care for you and you can afford it, by all means, go and do that. But it is okay for those who cannot. Self-care is not expensive. It does not have to be expensive. Self-care can include grounding technique where I'm literally just becoming one with the ground. I'm pulling myself into the moment, into where I am, right? I'm noticing those things. I'm noticing my feelings. Sometimes self-care for me is after I done saw a few clients, four or five clients back to back, right? It's literally just pushing my chair away from my desk and just sitting there and deep breathing like, whew, girl, you done done a lot. Positive self-talk, encouraging myself and doing doing that for me, right? So as I wrap up self-care and how it relates to your mental health, I want to again say September is Self-Care Awareness Month. So I will encourage everybody, everybody, to be in a state, be intentional about doing things for themselves, self-care, where it is the benefit of your mental health. I'm decompressing. I'm preventing burnout. I'm preventing the spillover, which is work affecting home, home affecting work, and work affecting my relationship, all of that. I'm preventing all of those things just by simply incorporating self-care. Yep. And just to reiterate, just to emphasize that it's okay if self-care is selfish, and sometimes self-care is saying no. Self-care is selfish. Yeah, that if you dedicate this time to go to just be by yourself and your friends want you to come out and you say no that is okay that is okay yep. um because you are dedicating that time to be selfish yes absolutely agreed oh my clear she is forgetting to wind oh, oh. <laughs> psych your mind psych your mind because i finished my wine trick you trick you uh-huh um again we had gloria 
Agavita, Gloria. Agavita, peach flavored. It was good. Gloria is something. Good. You know, I told Shakur we got to try something different because we always, you know, when we in a push, we just go with what we know, Stella. And Stella Honey Peach was calling my name. But I was like, no, Shakur, let's just get something different. But if you have any podcast topic suggestions or any questions you like for us to answer, be sure to email us at unapologeticallyuspod at yahoo.com. We have been getting topic suggestions. Via, you know, just word of mouth communication or whatever. So we accept those too. You don't necessarily have to do that, but if you just want to be anonymous with um what you want to talk about, that's a route. You can either reach out to us on our Instagram page at unapologeticallyuspod, hit the DMs, comment under a post. We check those things coming under a video. I randomly go back and just look at old videos to see if there's new comments or anything like that. So there are many avenues to reach out to us to see if there's something that you want us to answer or something you want us to touch on. And if that's all, thank you guys for joining us. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, share, rate us on all podcast platforms. And until the next time, bye y'all. Bye.